being a self-employed, you know, I just came back from a, uh, I don't want to say a vacation because it's no longer vacation for me. They're called business trips, you know. Yeah. I was out for three weeks on a business trip. You know, I, I went to six different cities, you know. And, and the beautiful about thing is that I can still make money as I'm going to these business trips while my kids go maybe to Disney World. And being able to, uh, being able to do that, you know, it, 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 I don't know. It's just like, a, before I used to look for the cheapest hotel, I used to, I don't know, look, go for a spirit. Like right now, um, we just go grab and go, you know, we are always looking to go to places to make sure that I'm meeting a lot of people, you know? So I think, um, you know, I, I definitely think that we are somewhat blinded in, in the culture that we have been on, you know, like you got to go to school. You got to go have a job, a corporate job, and uh, you got to have a nice 401k. Uh, you got to invest. And then, you know, you got to buy a new house. You got to buy a brand new car. You got to go to vacation. So people see that you're, 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 you know, you're living your life. Yeah. And we go through years and then, you know, we all, we're not really feeding our dream. We're feeding the corporate world dreams, you know. Uh, you might be able to even become an exceptional employee and be able to make really good income, but you will never be able to do something for yourself. I feel like uh, we live in a, in a country that we have opportunities where as long as you're passionate about it, you can actually make it happen. I mean, I've seen business owners that are landscaping, making millions and millions of mm -hmm. dollars. You know, I've seen uh, people that do hairs and make millions and millions of dollars. I think it's just about you've been passionate about it, you know? And I think the passion will become when, when you like, I mean, you have to like what you do, you know? Uh, I love real estate. Uh, I, I'm very passionate about real estate. Everything that I do, every friends that I have, everything that has to be related to real estate, you know? The, the events that I go, uh, you know, the people that invite, to my, they invite to my parties, they either have to be an investor or something to do with real estate. And, and it just becomes the whole, whole circle, you know? And I think uh, being an entrepreneur does give you an opportunity for yourself. I think everybody can do it. It's just the same thing as, as walking, you know, or riding a bicycle. Everybody's going to have their own timing. It's just a matter that, you know, as long as you put in the work and as long as you're being consistent and as long as you're passionate about it and always helping people out, then you will reach greatness in this country. I mean, there's literally nothing that you can invent here that's not going to go viral if you don't implement that. This is episode number 233 with Armando Oliveras. What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the American Sippets podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Once again, my name is Dave Brown. Look, why do so many people go through so much to come to America? And what can we learn from them about our country and the opportunities that are right in front of us that we may miss or even and often take for granted? We love interviewing guests who have stories of coming to America to become legal citizens and build their own American dreams. And today's guest is someone who has done just that. Armando Oliveras was just 13 years old when he left Peru to come live with his father here in America. And today he is a grown man with a family of his own. And while many Americans were binging Netflix, 
he made his first million dollars last year. So listen in to this episode with Armando Olivares to hear his story of being an immigrant to becoming a legal citizen and finding his opportunity to build his own American dream. So without further ado, here is Armando Olivares with Barbara Allen. You're listening to the American Snippets Podcast. Hey there, welcome back to another episode of American Snippets. I'm your co-host, Barb Allen. Look, some of our favorite guests to bring onto this show, this platform, to connect with you in our American Snippets community are people who 100,000 million percent have every reason to understand how blessed we are in this country, especially now in this time when we are. Um, we have to almost actively push away this campaign, trying to convince us that we're all terrible people and that you know we really aren't blessed to be in this country. It's more important than ever for us to bring these stories and these people to you. Anytime we get an opportunity to interview or feature somebody who has come to America legally and created a life for themselves as a full-fledged American citizen or is in, is in the process of becoming an American citizen. It is one of our greatest honors to do so. I always learn so much and come away even more fired up to be a better person and contribute more to this country than I am going into this interview. And I think you will today as well, because today's guest, even though I just recently met him, is such a sunny person and has done so much to come into this country and be an asset to it. Before I get into his whole entire story, I'll tell you, he came into this country and built huge success for himself and is now working his butt off to help others do the same. But while he was running an event, because yes, he already is running events where other Americans come to learn from him, to figure out his secret and get a dose of his magic and his energy. We had an opportunity, I was messaging with a friend who was running, who was emceeing the event, and this guest stopped his event on Memorial Day to pay tribute to the fallen men and women who have served this country. And as such, he earned a special place in my heart. We'll get into all of that a little bit later as well. But for now, let's say hello to Armando Olivares. I'm going to have him say his name for you because he says it much more prettier than I do. Um, <laughs> who is CEO and founder of Homes for Dinero. Armando, thank you so much. He's also one of our sponsors for the Great American Summit Hello, yay, which we are gonna get into all that later as well. But Armando, thank you so much for all you're doing and for taking the time to be a part of our show today. Yeah, thank you, Barbara. You know, I wanna I wanna thank you for building this amazing community. Uh, I wanna also thank, uh, you know, all, all the people that are gonna be watching this. And, you know, I wanted to share a little bit about, you know, my story, who I am and what, you know, America means to me and, and the opportunities that we're blessed uh, to have to, in today's day. And obviously, every blessing comes with a lot of sacrifice, you know, and a lot of people have sacrificed uh, for us to be living in a country where opportunities does uh, happen. You know, it's really up to us to make opportunities uh, for us to go find it. So I want to, you know, first, yeah. you know, blessed to be here uh, with you, Pat, uh, blessed to be living in the best country of, of the world and blessed to be uh, be able to share a little bit about my story, you know, because I, I want to uh, share a lot about the mindset. I feel like we are living in a in a opportunity country uh, where we pretty much uh, just have to be very passionate in order for us to be able to find a passion that will take us uh, to make a, uh, to make a lot of wealth. You know, I was uh, lucky to find that real estate was the vehicle for my life, uh, the vehicle for my wealth, and I started 
real estate with almost no money in my pocket. You know, I, I was, uh, yeah, let's start, let's start. Hang on. Before we get into all that, let's do exactly what you just said and let's walk kind of step-by-step step through your story and your background. So before we get to how you built your business and what you're doing, let's get to the process that you took to get here. So, I mean, you were born in Peru and you are now living in America. So right there is a story, right? Let's talk about that. How old were you when you left Peru to come here? And why did you make that decision to do so? And what was that like? So I was uh, I was 13 years old. I was living back in Lima, Peru. Uh, I was there and, and you know, my, parent, my dad was already living here in the United States. And I was very, very excited uh, to come to America. But uh, at the same time, you know, I was 13 years old and, and a lot of the things that we're going to do, I, I didn't have a lot of options. You know, it's like one day it's like you're going to go to America. And I was excited. Uh, but my, but I was a very close to my mom and, and brother. So when I when I had to leave to to United States, it was pretty much the first time that I was going to be outside of my own circle, be outside of my own city. And be outside of my own beliefs, you know, uh, and be outside of my mom, you know, which was a very kind of like painful transition. Uh, but yeah, it, it, it took me a, a little while to understand. Uh, but yeah, the first time that I noticed when I came to America was the big buildings, you know, it was the big buildings. It was the clean roads. Uh, it was the first thing that I noticed. And I think the first food that we ate when we came, when I came here was like a pizza hut, you know, it was like, a, where did you, where did you land? Like what airport did you come into? Uh, uh, well, uh, landed in uh, Washington, uh, Washington, Washington DC. Okay. Yeah, and you know, and from that point on, my uh, my dad picked me up, and uh, you know, we went out to eat. You know, so I noticed a lot of the big buildings. I noticed a lot of the clean roads. You know, and uh, you know, I, I really. Uh, so a big opportunity, you know, but at the same time, you know, I was going to be living with my, my dad, you know, who was, uh, you know, who I haven't seen in, in a long time. So it was, it was a little bit difficult in the beginning, you know, to adjust. Uh, I, I didn't speak the language at all. Obviously I didn't speak English at all. Uh, but I went to high school and, and I was able to adapt and learn the language very, very fast. You know, you started high school, not, uh, not understanding or speaking English. Yeah, I started high school not speaking English. You know, uh, I went to high school. I was I went to Anande High School in Virginia, and they had this ESO program. You know, that really helped me uh, with the language transition. You know, it took me about a year or two to really be able to pick up uh, to the language and be able to be in the same room as everybody. You know, because we go through we go through an ESO program uh, that kind of help us uh, that help us uh, through, with the language. You know. Okay. All right. Good. And so how long, what was your actual path to becoming a citizen? So the, the actual path for myself to become a citizen was through my dad. Uh, you know, he was the one that helped, uh, you know, you know, he was the one that brought me here. He's the one that helped me through the process. Uh, so he, you know, he, he's the one that helped me through the process. You know, I was very unaware of the things that was going on, you know, as I was only following, uh, you know, a lot of his guidance and things like that, you know. So it was through my dad that helped me uh, that I became a permanent resident, you know. What did you have to, what did you personally have to do for that? Uh, for to personally have to do for, uh, to become a permanent resident was to, sh uh, I, I've, uh, I think we went to an interview and, you know, I had to go through an interview, a process, you know, they do a lot of background, they do a lot of uh, conversation to you. And, you know, they give you uh, the green card. 
All right. A temporary green card for like uh, things like 10 years. And then you have to renew it every 10 years. Okay. All right. So it sounds, honestly, it sounds like sort of a pain to have to, to have to go through all that. Like I get why people would want to skip that whole process because it sounds super tedious and super annoying and probably even feels a little invasive too. What makes it worth it to you to go through all those steps every time to, to make sure that you maintain that legal status? So, I mean, I think we, we live in, you know, in a country that we got to respect the laws, you know, and, and obviously there's, uh, there's laws that you got to follow. So I think it's necessary that we all go through the steps, you know, uh, you know, to become, you know, a, a good asset to the country. You know, I think, uh, I think that I'm personally here to make sure that I'm an asset to United States, to America. I make sure that adding a lot of value, uh, I'm creating a lot of opportunities. Um, you know, that's, that's what I think. How, what was your welcome or unwelcome into this country? I'm almost, I'm hoping this is a good, like a, a happy answer, but I don't know. I don't know what your answer is going to be. I mean, were you warmly welcomed by other, other Americans, by kids in school, by your teachers, or were you not? I feel like I was very welcoming, you know, I was welcome. I always looked at the great side of everything. You know, I, I feel personally that I experienced the best of the best, you know, I feel like, um, you know, there was, I mean, I, I'm sure there were bullies around, you know, I've been around bullies in my country as well. Uh, but that's just like e everything, you know, but at the same time, you know, I feel like, uh, I feel like here it was a little bit, um, the schooling was a little bit different because you will go to like different rooms for like different classes. And I, I kind of really like that where you will meet a lot of people, you know, uh, you were, I always like to meet a lot of people and be in rooms with a lot of people. So that was, that was to me really good. And overall, the teachers that that I had since I was in freshman, I mean, all of them were, you know, were very caring, were really wanted to help you develop, really, really wanted to help you learn the language. And I think that was very, you know, that was very impactful as, for, as far as uh, the way I felt. I felt very grateful. You know, I felt grateful to actually, you know, be here in the United States. You know, a lot of uh, a lot of people wish to be here in, uh, living in America. You know, a lot of people that live outside America wish to be here, you know. So I felt very blessed just by having that opportunity. And I felt like I needed to make sure that if I was a blessed one, that I needed to take advantage of that opportunity and be able to also get back, um, you know, to, to what was welcome to me, you know. So I had a very good experience, you know, as far as uh, being here in this country I uh, found that a lot of support uh, from people overall and uh, people are very welcoming here. You know, obviously you have both sides, but I think like whatever happens in your life is whatever you have built on. So I feel like the way I build my surrender is the way people are going to, you know, kind of interact with me. So. Yeah, I love that. And I mean, you seem to have such a happy energy. I can't really imagine anybody just being nasty to you. I think, <laughs> I think they'd have to have like an extra armor of just cruelty to be nasty to you because you just have this smile and this energy that makes it, it's very disarming. And I think, uh, yeah, I think that's great. I think that pro you are projecting out positivity um, already, which is, I think whole part is key, really part of the whole process to get to where you are. Let's talk about Homes for Dinero and what 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 is that? First off, tell our community what you do. So I'm a I'm a real estate investor. You know, I found out about real estate. Um, you know, I was in the nine to five uh, for many years. You know, and and obviously the uh, the nine to five, the corporate where is a is a 
it's a good place to be. But when I, I always wanted to be a, a business owner, so I always wanted to give opportunity to people. I always wanted to help people out. And I felt like working in a corporate, it was going to be really hard for me uh, to be able to give back to people, to be able to find a, a faster growth. Uh, so I found real estate in 2019. Uh, I found real estate wholesaling, uh, where you don't need a, where you don't need to have a real estate license, uh, and all you pretty much are doing is finding a set a motivated seller, putting it under contract, and you selling the contract for a fee, and that's going to be called an assignment fee. And there was a lawyer involved to make sure that things were done the right way, and. It's a concept that's been going on for a long time. And I was like, hold on, I didn't know about this. And I found out through a Facebook post, you know, I found out through a Facebook post, somebody posted a, a deal on Facebook and I got very curious about it. Uh, and I got very curious about it. So I found out about wholesaling. Uh, and me, I'm a person that loves to take a lot of actions. You know, I don't like to just know everything. I like to just go from something take a lot of actions, learn from, learn from all the mistakes, but I still take a lot of action. Uh, so after I found out about that post, you know, I learned about wholesaling and I closed my first deal within three weeks. You know, I made about $5,000, you know, you close, you saw a Facebook post and three weeks after you saw a Facebook post, you had a $5,000 check. I got a $5,000 you took check. action. On it. That's freaking cool, man. And I see a lot of Facebook posts and I haven't, made 5,000 off of one in three weeks to date. You know? And I feel like I'm pretty, you know, I move forward, but I guess not at the rate that you do, Armando. Um, and, you know, it's interesting to me, especially because this is also the business that Dave and I are in on the other end of American Snippets. He is a real estate investor as well. And I just, um, I actually got relicensed. And real, at one point in my life, I was a real estate agent and I quit that when my husband was killed, uh, you know, to focus on my kids, but I just got relicensed because he was leaving a lot of money on the table. We were leaving a lot of money on the table when he would speak with a home, with a seller who didn't want to sell to an investor. You know, they wanted to sell retail and then they would refer that out to a realtor. But now I'm the realtor that that gets referred out to. Right. So plus I list the houses that he flips when he does flip the house. So I see both sides of the business and I do know, and I have met a bunch of people who are in the same business. And now I add you to that list. And I can tell you, it is a really viable way to build really great success for yourself. And to, it's something I think that if somebody goes into with the spirit that you have, you can, you can actually do that. You can actually flip a Facebook post into $5,000 in three weeks. Right. But there's a lot of people out there that are going to be listening that say, that's a little crap. I don't believe you can do that. You know, this was just a freak Thing. I'm sure only Armando can do it. I could never do that. He must have had X, Y, and Z, some sort of magic formula that he used. So do you want to tell everyone what were those steps that you took? So you went from the Facebook post, because I think this is super relevant now. A lot of us see a lot of stuff online, right? But we see so much stuff online and it's really hard to just focus and lock in on one. So if somebody was asking you like, Armando, how do I do that? How do I go from seeing that Facebook post, or maybe from listening to this interview with you, what would be my step to go from this interview, hearing your story here, or seeing that Facebook post from you to also making $5,000 or whatever it may be in three weeks? So, so what I would recommend is, uh, first of all, uh, you know, if you like real estate, and let's say like you're going to start wholesaling, I will say that you have to add yourself to all the Facebook groups 
that are on real estate. There are tons of wholesalers like myself that are posting deals. And yes, you're going to have to go through a lot of deals before you're going to find a good deal. And what happened with a lot of new wholesalers is they go probably to 10 deals and they say, this thing don't work. You know, I had to go through a hundred deals a week. I was having a full-time job, guys. I was working really, really hard, you know? So yes, I landed my deal in three weeks, but I went through probably like a hundred houses in a period of two weeks, meaning that I was looking at five to 10 houses a day. You know, at that time I was working at the bank, so I was wearing my suit. I was working to these nasty houses. And, <laughs> yeah. and you know, what's the funny thing is, yeah. that this is a funny story, you know? One day I was, uh, it was one of my first houses that I went to see. I was with the wholesaler and I was, I, I came to him and I was, Hey man, like, you know, I went through the whole house and I couldn't find the ARV, you know, cause he talked about the ARV, you know? So like, I was trying to look confident to see like, yo, where's the ARV? You know, I, <laughs> like, that's how bad it was, you know? And uh, so I, he pointed out to me and, you know, I learned something from that. And the next time I was walking to a house and I was just talking about the ARV, you know, like I'm the master about the ARV. <laughs> Uh, ARV, by the way, is after repair value. So it's not a tangible object that you'll see like, like a well pump or something, right? Like, yeah. It's a, yeah. So you're walking. That's great. That's really freaking cool. What do you tell people when they, if somebody wants to work with you, you know, what's, what is the process? So, I mean, to work, to work with me, uh, you can find me on Instagram, the real Armando Olivares. You can find me on Facebook, Armando Olivares. I also have a Facebook group uh, that's called Wholesaling al DMB. Uh, but I, I, put, I post a lot of things on, on, on my Instagram about just how you can actually close one or two deals. You know, I think, I think a lot of people need to understand that there are a lot of wholesaling opportunities. Sometimes it might be our neighborhood. Sometimes it might be somebody that you know. And just because you don't know what to do with it, you were missing a lot of money. Right now, we're not making anybody sell their house. All we are doing is the motivation and pain. They're on on it, right? They say, Armando, I want to sell my house for 120. If I don't buy the house, somebody else is going to buy the house. You know, so we're not putting people in situations. People are already going through a situation. Right. You know, it's just being able to be there for them and being able to find those type of opportunities. And that's yeah. how we become good at it, you know? Let's talk about opportunity now, because again, uh, there is a narrative and I know a lot of people don't see this when I have conversations with some people, they're like, oh, Barb, you're full of clap, crap. This isn't happening you know, in our country. But I think it depends on where you, where you live and what your profession is and who your circle is. There's a lot of people who are insulated from what is happening in this country now, because they're up at like a certain level where the chaos isn't really impacting them so much. But then there's a lot of other people who are greatly impacted and a lot of people who are just sort of a little bit impacted, right? Who throw themselves into this. Some people who haven't been out of work, who were not left without a job in the past, you know, COVID time period where, um, you know, their business of the place where they got paid was closed down. <laughs> so they couldn't go to work. And so there's a lot of people now in this country who are saying that America is not the land of opportunity, that, you know, America is not a great place to be, that we are a racist um, community of people in general, and that even our anthem is bad. And I mean, anything American, it seems to be branded as almost evil or dark by 
almost half of the country now. And so what do you think about all that with your I, own personal I, experience? I, I think like uh, I think if you focus on things like that, you will find it. You know, I personally think that I mean, I I made my first million dollars last year through a pandemic. You know, I have an accent, and I'm probably not the best looking guy around. You know, <laughs> but but let's be honest. You know, the opportunities are still there. So I think sometimes we we're probably focusing too much uh, on things that we're letting opportunities go through our faces. So I think America still has a lot of opportunities. It's still, you know, it's still a lot of land to be built, you know. And I, I personally, you know, like I'm, I'm Hispanic, right? I've never been felt any type of other way besides being in America and besides being an asset to this community. And I think obviously if I go around and find bad things, I'm going to go find bad things in any, any, any country, you know, in any country that, that there isn't. I mean, there's racist people in Peru, you know. There's racist people in Mexico. There's racist people everywhere, you know? Uh, but that doesn't change the fact that, you know, we're still one country and, and America still has a lot of opportunity. I think what we got to think about, I think this pandemic, uh, we got to really focus on ourselves. You know, we got to really start focusing ourselves. Uh, I know the through years we've been living in a corporate world where we have to go to a job. And now I think that we're left without a job, then we find ourselves to maybe not hitting what we, you know, reality check, you know, back in the days you can retire with a pension. You know, I was working in a corporate, they're no longer, you know, I was a branch manager and I was doing lift on on the, on the evening, you know, like, you know, that's how I needed to do to support my family. So I understand, uh, you know, the pain that, you know, a lot of us are going through, you know, but I feel like the opportunities are still here. It's just that we're either blinded by our beliefs, uh, the, you know, t- believe us that we need to go work for somebody else. We need to have a job. And, you know, the next thing that you need to do is maybe find a second job. You know, I had two jobs at some point working every single day and I had no time for myself. So people never spend time with themselves. So that was kind of like the next thing. Uh, that really took off for me that I started actually spending time with Armando Olivares. You know, I actually started giving myself about an hour and I really liked it. And I started maybe doing more and I started being consistent about it. And, you know, I, I started reaching new levels that I never thought I was going to be, you know, like me being able to be here in front of you, it takes a lot of, it takes a lot of effort, energy on me because I don't like to be in front of cameras I don't like, but I, I like to be on, on, on things that I don't like to, I don't feel comfortable. So that way I, I always feel like I'm growing. Yeah, I totally get that. Look, it was not easy for me to start doing this too. And there are some times with a, with an interview with a guest that I'm like, what am I doing? I don't belong here. You know, I, I, so I totally get that. It is not, it's not as easy as it looks to put yourself out there and even to do these interviews, right? It takes a certain amount of willingness to just know that you're going to sit back and people are going to be sitting there kind of judging you in whatever way they judge you. And it's, it's hard to, to get through that. But I think the people that you're meant to reach, you're going to reach. And I think it, it does also build you the way that just like you said, it does, it builds you to put yourself out there and to do things you're not doing this event that Dave and I are doing talk about going out of your comfort level. Right. But we're just going for it and we're sending it. And what it does, Armando, it says attracting us to people like you, right. Who, who have the same, kind of mindset about the opportunities that exist and what's there. Imagine if you hadn't tried any of this. Imagine if you had never, if you had just looked at that Facebook post and said, oh, that's interesting and scrolled on to the next thing and kept working the jobs that you were working, right? All it took 
was for you to just take action on that. Like imagine what your life would, what, what do you think your life would look like now oh if you God. hadn't taken action on that? You would be, I would be very scary, you know, I'll be honest with you, you know, it was very scary. You know, I was, I mean, I was, I was making $120,000 salary at, at live in DC, you know, and it sounds really nice, but on a W2, that's about 5,500 5, a month. You know, my rent alone is 2,500, you know, mm -hmm. uh, my kid's school was alone like 2,000 a month, you know, that's already like really All tight, your money, budget, yes. you know? <laughs> And, yeah, and yeah. so it was, it was, um, it was scary, you know, I got, I gotta say, you know, cause I was like, I guess at some point I did feel, I was like, look, uh, I'm here in the best country of America. You know, I felt like my parents did everything uh, for them to put me here. And I just, at some point I was like, okay, I mean, what else can I do? Like, like, I mean, they say that America is the greatest country and this and that, and I'm here in the greatest country. Uh, then what, what do I need to do? You know? And I think, uh, when I found out, you know, kind of like, you know, start working on myself, I think that was everything, you know, that's really what changed everything, you know? I do know, actually, yes, I do know. <laughs> and that's often the hardest part, right? So what was that moment? At what point did you say to yourself, I think I can actually quit? I mean, did you quit both of the jobs at once? Did you quit one job and then the other? What was that, so, that change for you? I, I did, I, I did a few, you know, I, I, I closed about, I closed a few deals before I quit my, uh, my, my both of jobs, you know, I had a, I have two kids, you know, my wife, you know, I gotta make sure that I didn't just take a lot of action and put us on a financial crisis right now, you know, yeah. I have bills to pay, you know? So I, I took, I quit my second job, you know, which was, it was Lyft anyways, you know, I was Ubering part-time, so it wasn't, like I need to say anything. I just disconnected myself. And I was using that time to do wholesaling. So I, I closed about six six deals on my own. And, you know, I, I have already made, you know, because on, on the month of February, I already made about, I want to say about close to $250,000 uh, before I quit my job, you know. And it was, I mean, it, was, it went crazy. You know, I went from literally being broke, from hiring a lot of debt to being, uh, to being able to actually have a lot of money in your bank. And I was, it was a crazy moment. So I was like, if I'm doing this part-time, what can I do if I actually do this full-time, you know? And even at that time, even me having, you know, like 60, $80,000 in my bank account and not there, even at that time, my wife was like, yeah, but we're no longer going to have insurance. You know, we're no longer going to have more mm -hmm. one You know, you're no longer going to have pay vacation. And I was like, well, we don't need that no more. You know, <laughs> uh, we don't need that no more. And, um, and, you know, I took a leap of faith, you know, it, it was still a hard decision. You know, I was still a hard decision leaving a job like that for me, but I took a leap of faith and it just, it was a, it was a switch that turned in my head. Like it, it felt different. And I felt like I no longer was living paycheck to paycheck or I no longer had a paycheck. You know, it was, I will make as much money as I want to make, you know, I'm going to make sure that everything that I make is, is about, you know, helping other people and, and being a bigger give her into this community but man it, it went like it went very very crazy what was that like on that day when you went in and you know your last day at the bank oh my god so the last day at the bank it was it, it just felt like a dream you know like a dream that someday i was uh, not gonna be able to have a boss and i'm very grateful for every every person that came every leader that came in my life because they definitely did a lot of a lot of shaping of who i am today but that day that I turned in my, my branch key, it felt like a dream, you know? It felt like, you know, I used to dream like how we would feel. 
I cry. I remember having different emotions and it was very impactful because I was like, like I'm, it's now going to be up to me. My family is no longer going to depend on, on, on them, you know, on whatever decision they're going to make, you know. I love uh, the corporate world, but I mean, whatever decisions or whatever thing that you like, you know, you have to send an email and you know how the email is going to go. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is uh, very tedious and very frustrating. When I, it's so, I, I love talking to entrepreneurs and especially someone who's done something, who is doing something exactly like what, you know, we're living here. I remember when I first met Dave and actually I saw him, because I met him online, right? And, uh, and I saw his whole description. And he said, I do what I want, when I want, with who I want. And I remember thinking, this guy sounds like a jerk. He definitely doesn't have a job. I'm like, what the, like I had just come from, <laughs> from a relationship <laughs> with somebody who, you know, lied about having a job and then didn't have a job and all this stuff. And I was like, this guy seems so nice, but who says that? You know, who says I do what I want, when I want, with who I want. And now it's something I hear all the time from people just like you. I mean, you haven't said those exact words, but you know, that's the, that's the lifestyle you're talking about. And talk to us a little bit about what that means, because to somebody who is probably raised, a lot of people raised just like I was, you know, you grow up, you have your job, you're told like not to expect to be anything really other than an employee, or if you start your own business, it's going to be hard. You're probably going to fail. Like all these things, because that's what they were taught, right? That's what our generation of parents were taught. Um, or that, you know, you're never going to make enough money to do all these things you want to do. So get used to sacrifice, get used to going without, get used to living here. And if I had said that to, you know, my parents, for instance, I want to grow up and do what I want whenever I want with whoever I want, they would have been like, (laughs) just (laughs) horrified that I said that, but you know what I mean when I'm saying that, Yes. Yes, like actually, I actually, I like how you, I like that, you know, because it, it obviously, you know, being, being a self-employed, you know, I just came back from a, uh, I don't want to say a vacation because it's no longer a vacation for me. They're called business trips, you know. Yeah. I was out for three weeks on a business trip. You know, I, I went to six different cities, you know, and, and the beautiful about thing is that I can still make money as I'm going to these business trips while my kids go maybe to Disney World. And being able to, uh, being able to do that, you know, it, 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 I don't know. It's just like, uh, before I used to look for the cheapest hotel, I used to, I don't know, look, go for a spirit. Like right now, um, we just go grab and go, you know, we are always looking to go to places to make sure that I'm meeting a lot of people, you know? So I think, um, you know, I, I definitely think that we are somewhat blinded in, in the culture that we have been on, you know, like you gotta go to school. You got to go have a job, a corporate job, and uh, you got to have a nice 401k. Uh, you got to invest. And then, you know, you got to buy a new house. You got to buy a brand new car. You got to go to vacation. So people see that you're, 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 you're not, you're living your life. Yeah. And we go through years and then, you know, we all, we're not really feeding our dream. We're feeding the corporate world dreams, you know? Uh, you might be able to even become an exceptional employee and be able to make really good income, but you will never be able to do something for yourself. I feel like uh, we live in a in a country that we have opportunities where as long as you're passionate about it, you can actually make it happen. I mean, I've seen business owners that are landscaping, making millions and millions of mm-hmm. dollars. You know, I've seen uh, people that do hairs that make millions and millions of dollars. I think it's just about 
you've been passionate about it, you know? And I think the passion will become when, when you like, I mean, you have to like what you do, you know? Uh, I love real estate. Uh, I, I'm very passionate about real estate. Everything that I do, every friends that I have, everything that has to be related to real estate, you know? The, the events that I go, uh, you know, the people that invite to my they invite to my parties, they either have to be an investor or something to do with real estate. And, and it just becomes the whole, whole circle, you know? And I think uh, being an entrepreneur does give you an opportunity for yourself. I think everybody can do it. It's just the same thing as, as walking, you know, or riding a bicycle. Everybody's going to have their own timing. It's just a matter that, you know, as long as you put in the work and as long as you're being consistent and as long as you're passionate about it and always helping people out, then you will reach greatness in this country. I mean, there's literally nothing that you can invent here that's not going to go viral if you don't implement that. Nice. So how is it that you are, you know, you talk about giving back and being an asset to this country. And I think part of that is in, from where I'm sitting is helping other people learn how to do what you're doing and learn how to take that step away from being an employee to having their own business, you know, and to taking to being that entrepreneur. Is that what you're doing at, at Homes for Dinner? Or are you Take a, can I call you up and will you teach me how to do that? So, it, you know, so yes, definitely. I do offer some coaching programs, right? But this is how I get back, okay? I'm, I have my Instagram. I go live every other day for free where you can honestly follow me where I talk mm -hmm. everything about real estate and wholesaling. I have put down almost 20 videos about everything that I do. So just like myself, there's a lot of people that put a lot of content out there, you know? that you can actually go and learn from it. I personally would love to get connected with all of you guys. Uh, you know, I have a big network of people. You can see on my Instagram, I have close to 13 followers, 13,000 followers. But yeah, the best way I'll say is uh, let's get connected. When you see my Instagram, you know, I think social media, you have to learn, how, we have to get adjusted. We have to learn how to use our social media for our own advantage. I'm sure we can find bad things there, right? Just like everywhere. But you can also find good things in there. You can find good things in there. You can find a lot of business, you know? Every business that I have done, every person that I have met, it has been through social media, you know? Yeah, and it's our mutual friend, Pat Hilton, that connected us, and that's how it works, right? There's that other saying that says, your network is your net worth, and I mean, it's, it's cliche and it sounds cheesy, but it's also freaking true. You know, the yeah. more people you meet and surround yourselves with and grow from and add value to and collaborate, it's the collaboration, right? Like how can you add value to each other? And then it, bec it almost becomes, it becomes fun. It becomes fun to say, all right, now I met Armando, like who can I connect him with? What can I do to, you know, work with him because you like that energy, you like that mindset. And you just know that meeting this person and keeping this person in your network is going to somehow enhance your life, but it also becomes like a challenge. Like how can I enhance their life too? Right. And that helps you along the way to figure out, Hey, how can I add value to this person's life? And then you learn more things about yourself that you didn't even know you could do or ways that you could add value to. It's a hundred, a hundred percent true. And I think uh, we'll start running to each other at some events that, you know, we'll be heading out to here in the next year, but most especially our event, the Great American Summit. Armando, you're going to come speak. And we can't thank you enough for offering to be a sponsor for it, a Patriot Pass sponsor. 
Um, we need people like you to help this movement, this ripple effect of this event that we're going to have. It is entirely nonprofit. Every dime that we raise is going to be donated back to organizations that support military, law enforcement, first responders, and our at-risk youth to organizations that support those communities. And you're going to be a part of that. And you're going to come speak and you're going to share your story of coming from Peru to America. And let's talk a little bit about what you say. I even love your tag on Facebook. And this is how I want to kind of move into towards the end of this interview, where you say that you're the living example of the American dream, which is exactly the concept and the core belief and the mindset and the mentality that we're looking to increase and enhance in this country. So what do you mean when you say that? I, I think I mean that I'm able to reach my fullest potential. I'm able to reach my fullest dream by being able to do business, uh, you know, and then going back to what you say, who I want, where I want, and whenever, <laughs> you know, and just being able to do that, you know, freely without having to uh, being, I don't know, without having people looking after you. I mean, we live in a in a country that we're protected, you know, like, you know, you guys don't understand, like living in Peru, you leave me, you always going to have to be looking out around to make sure you don't have people coming after you or, or it's a third world country, you know, so being able to live here, being able to have all this money, being able to be freely, we'll honestly, uh, you know, tend to the law enforcement. We live in a, in a society that people have to follow the orders, you know? And I think that's, uh, that, I think that's the main reason I love this country, you know, in general, everywhere we go is very clean, you know. Uh, we have, uh, you know, we have people that follow rules, you know. Whenever you get pulled over, you get this big guy comes to your window. And you got to do is just follow follow orders, you know. Like, uh, uh, in general, that's the way I have always um, looked at this country, you know, versus where I come from, you know, where police don't really care about anything going on. And, you know, you can pay them money and they can, you know, do whatever and, and being able to be here and see a lot of order and it's because, you know, they have put a lot of work. There's a lot of laws in place. Uh, so, yeah, I feel I feel grateful. And I feel like, um, you know, I was able to get out of the corporate world uh, where, you know, I no longer have to follow orders. You know, I can now create opportunities for other Americans. I can now encourage people uh, to do better for their life. You know, I do a lot of videos on Instagram. I do a lot of content on Facebook. And I do it for free. You know, I share everything that I have done, you know, and just being able to do that, you know, that's the way I feel like the real American dream. I have no debt whatsoever. You know, the debt that I have is against my real estate, you know, but personal debt, you know, I don't have any personal debt uh, whatsoever. And, uh, you know, I feel very, very strong about where I'm heading as well. You know, I have a very strong path that I'm going to be reaching very strong wealth and being able to actually plan things like that i think is you know we have a, we're living somewhere where you know people have fought for us you know and we gotta be able honestly successfully just up to us you know like we already have the whole road clean up you just gotta put a lot of work you gotta find passion on something and you're gonna do it here you know if you cannot do it in america then you know you cannot do it anywhere <laughs> you know? maybe march maybe if you go to march <laughs> oh, I love that. I love it so much. Armando, thank you really so much for taking the time to sit down with us today. Thank you for believing in what we do and for jumping in to be a part of our Great American Summit. We're going to put more information up, out about that down the road here in the next couple of weeks. It's going to be January 7th and 8th in uh, Irving, Texas at the Marriott Las Colinas. It's going to be 
insane and in the best way, in the best way. It is patriotism with a purpose. And we're bringing together all sorts of amazing Americans like you. Uh, I can't wait to connect and collaborate with everybody as part of this event and all the people that are going to be a part of it. Armando, remind us again, remind our community again, if people want to reach out and learn from you or invest with you or work with you in any way, collaborate with you in any way, where can they find you? Yeah, they can look me up on Facebook, you know, Armando Olivares, uh, or they can look me up on Instagram, the real Armando Olivares. Uh, we also have TikTok, you know, same thing, Armando Olivares through the crowd, <laughs> everything. And I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, best way to connect with me is social media, you know. Yeah, awesome. Armando, thank you so very much. Thank you so much. All right, everyone, there you have it. That wraps up another episode of the American Snippets podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you got any value out of today's episode and story uh, with Armando Olivares, please leave us a five-star written review on iTunes. iTunes reviews are so important in helping us grow our audience and get these amazing stories out there in front of more people, and we could use your support. So please leave us a five-star written review on iTunes. Share this podcast with a friend. Share one of your favorite episodes on social media. Let people know what we're doing here and what American Snippets is all about. I'd like to personally thank Armando Oliveras for being here as well and sharing his story. Armando is also a Patriot Pass sponsor for our Great American Summit, which is our live event that's coming to Texas this January 7th and 8th of 2022. He will be joining our incredible lineup of speakers as we bring purpose to our patriotism by raising money to strengthen those who serve and those who are at risk right here in America. Armando will be sharing his expertise with our attendees and teaching them some of his lessons on how he built his own American dream. If you want to learn more about Armando, make sure you head on over to americansnippets.com forward slash newsletter. It's the featured podcast episode of the week. We do a little write up on Armando and his story, and we'll also include some links there that you can use to follow Armando on social and learn more about him and everything that he does. Uh, again, we appreciate you being here today and listening in. Now go out there and show the world how exceptional you are really are.